I'll always accept, I'll always accept the call from you, Cole. If you're if you're in prison and you got one call, make it to me because I'll take it. You'll get me out. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. <laughs> uh, what was for dinner? Oh, uh, we were making fried rice. This little dish my mom and I like to make. Yeah. Uh, what what goes in your fried rice? Because my wife, uh, very rightfully so, critiques my rice skills, particularly <laughs> my fried rice. She makes it. What do you put in your fried rice? Yeah, it's like it's like beef or the meat, and then uh, like eggs, peppers, onion, garlic, um, yeah. like teriyaki sauce, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and when you say you, peppers, you, are you talking are you talking like, uh, spicy peppers or bell peppers? No, like just red, yellow bell peppers. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, we just search a recipe online, and it's pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I, <laughs> you know, there are a lot of people who say they can't cook, and I just say, look, if you can follow directions, you can cook, okay? Yeah. I, I can't cook at all. Like, if someone asked me to make something, I couldn't. But it just, it's, it's very easy if they just tell you how much to put in and then what to do. Right. Like, once you get the recipe, you just follow the instructions, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Well, Cole, um, it, t- tell us this. I, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, you have pretty much grown up at Westminster. Am I right about that? Yeah, I, I've been there for many years. Like, you have a longer history there than I do. <laughs> so, That's um, true. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've only been there four years. So. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. If people like that church, they owe more to you than they do to me. That's for sure. <laughs> so, like, how did your... But a, a lot of people have, you know, our youth, the the people of the church has changed over time, and people like me haven't got even haven't gotten to know you as well as we like. When you think about your spiritual journey, how did, where do you think all that began? How did that begin for you? Was it something that was mostly from your family, mostly coming from the church? Was it was it equal? Was it? friends from school, like, where did all that come from for you? I'd say uh, it had to start with my mom bringing me to Sunday yeah. service a bunch and then, you know, going to Sunday school. Um, mm-hmm. I do that a lot of weekends. And then uh, going forward into the middle school um, room where all the middle schoolers go to, in the service yeah. in the high school room. Just like yeah. slowly uh I noticed that like I guess it got like my connection felt stronger cuz I would learn more about mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. and all yeah. that stuff. Um and I'd say in our high school group that we had um mm-hmm. like with the mission trip that really like accelerated it. Um Mhm. Uh, cause I guess from going down to, uh, San Diego, that's where we went, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Going down there. It's kind of um, it is. It's kind of hard to tell where we go because. <laughs> You know, we go to San Diego, but we don't exactly do a lot of things you normally do when you're in San Diego. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's not like yeah. it. But, um, yeah. like, meeting all those people, like the people from the Minnesota church, like, yeah. seeing where they are with it, it was very interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the people who work there, uh, and how they, like, their stories, like, really inspired me. Uh, yeah, it's really great to great to hear all that. It, I mean that that group from Minnesota, they grew up in a just they're growing up in a totally different place. And yeah, one of the things we we talk about maybe not even enough is, and I think you you guys are cognizant of this, you're aware of it that we live in a bubble in the Bay Area, and. One of the things I talk about a lot is, you know, you have to remember the rest of the country thinks we're weird. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, and on a, on a faith level, on a spiritual level, you know, it's, it's weird here to meet someone who would call themselves a Christian. Like you don't see that very often. Right. And, you know, you, and so you meet the people from Minnesota. Did you, pick up on that like it was just and this is true for pretty much every youth group we meet that's outside of the area you know it's just easier for them is that right yeah yeah i I noticed that like just like everything they did was very different uh Mm -hmm. like how they said stuff and then like how they learned um yeah but yeah, it just made me realize, like, you know, that we're not, like, Californians or Mill Valley people aren't, like, the normal, like, the standard for people because we're, like, yeah. very different um, right. for what we do and how we do it. Yeah. Do you think it would be easier uh, being a Christian if you grew up somewhere else? Like, do you think your spiritual life would be different if you... Like if you grew up in Minnesota, or I'm I'm not sure. Uh, haven't been yeah. there, but like yeah. if I was surrounded by a bunch of religious people, I guess mm-hmm. it would be different. And then like if yeah. I wasn't, it would also be different. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I couldn't really say right now. Yeah. But. Mm. But, and you and also when you were in San Diego, you were somewhere different than I was. You were like. You were way out in the middle of nowhere, weren't you? Oh yeah, our group. Uh, it was that that ranch place. Yeah. That we went to. Yeah. I think it's out in El Cajon. Was it hot there? Was it super hot? Yeah, it was very hot, and there wasn't a lot of water yeah. still around. Yeah, I think that's where I think that's where you were out in El Cajon, and I mean, you guys were working with animals, and do you? And everyone talked about like your you had this like connection to them, like you were a veterinarian or something. Yeah. Have you always been that way? Did you know you had this gift? <laughs> Did you know you had this superpower? Well, like I've I've had I've grown up with dogs my whole life. Yeah. So I've been loving yeah. dogs, uh, and I guess yeah. I just love like all or a lot of animals. And when yeah. I got there, like, all the goats would start following me, and the, the horses would all come up to me, and it was, 
<laughs> it was really funny, but it was really cool to see. Like, they would just let me pet them more than yeah. they would let anybody else. And it was just so weird because everyone was just like, how do you do that? How do, how do you make them come to you? And I just, I, I couldn't say anything because I didn't know, but um, yeah. <laughs> I just how? got the most time with all the animals than anybody else did. That's so funny. I mean, I see that uh, video that Ivy sent me where you're, or uh, who were you out there with? It was Ivy. And, you know, and they're like eating out of your, I don't know if you know this about me, Cole, like that horrifies me. I am scared of, these are not domesticated animals as far as I'm sure. These are wild animals. You know, goat could bite <laughs> your hand off, you know. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Like, you don't feel yeah. nervous around them? <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, because, like, they're, they're, like, with, like, people are watching them and taking care of them. Not like yeah. they're wild, wild, but they're still not, like, pets. Um, but I, I really don't think about the consequences of reaching my hand out and giving them food. <laughs> I, I probably yeah. should. <laughs> in yeah. the future but at the time I just like I'm living in the moment with the animals and I don't really care about anything this is else. the breakthrough moment this is the breakthrough moment I have yeah. instilled a fear in you now where you're not gonna get along with it yeah I yeah living here and we're in I mean it's Hearing all these animals run around, I mean, dogs are great, cats, like, they're all right, but, and a horse, I just think a horse is huge. If a horse wanted to kill you, it could do it with one kick. Boom, you're dead, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'd probably feel the same if I was on the inside of the cage with them. Or, yeah, yeah, but I was on the outside, so I felt a little, a little better about it. A little better. And they were, they were just eating out of your hand. I mean, that, I, I mean, I am so impressed by that. You know, people always kind of make fun of me that I'm so much more comfortable, you know, walking the tenderloin in the middle of the night than I am standing in front of a baby goat. <laughs> you know, that's just my, how I am. And so I look at, I look at that. I look at you with those animals and I think that's the bravest guy I know. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Wow. Yeah. I do. Great. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, you know, mission trips can do that. They can kind of awaken something in your spiritual life. And uh, and it sounds like through those years of middle school, you, you had mentioned how the lessons that we do got different over time. And how that was part of how your spiritual life sounds like has kind of become more personal to you. Uh, mm-hmm. What was it about those lessons? Is it that they cover different topics? Is it because of the way we did them? Is it, what do you think, what do you think it was for, I mean, this is a good evaluation for myself and our youth ministry, by the way. Yeah, what, uh, what was it about them? Well, I'd have to say like how it got different. Um, like when I was, Younger, I guess I was going there to hang out with the other kids. I uh, wasn't really considering God and all that. Uh, but as I got older, I started realizing more, like, why I'm there. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. the lessons that you guys uh, taught us, like, in, mm-hmm. like um, were similar to life. And you gave us life mm-hmm. lessons. 
uh, with that. Huh. And um, I guess that made it uh, better to understand and, yeah. uh, you know, better to interact with. They were more applicable. You know, Yeah. we we spend, uh, I think we were doing a series on prayer, and that was, I don't remember if you were there, but we went to a cemetery one day, uh, and we talked about how, you know, what is it going to look like when something terrible happens? Something terrible is going to happen to all of us. You know, we'll lose a friend, someone we know will, I know your family has had friends and loved ones who suffer from cancer, and yeah. kind of thinking through before that happens, what will my prayers look like? when yeah. something terrible happens and that's kind of the application then and you know where it's more okay this is real this isn't just a class about prayer you know yeah what i i asked mark this because he's a wrestler as are, are you still wrestling by the way uh well not now uh because right uh, there's not really yeah. a season uh, but when the, <laughs> uh, I'm hoping next year I can. I'm right. doing drama yeah. uh, right now, yeah. and that takes up a lot yeah. of time. And uh, yeah. this year, since there's probably not going to be a wrestling season, uh, they like. Yeah. So I I do after school. I do an eighth period. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, like either acting or editing stuff you do mm-hmm. outside of school, and yeah. uh, you do two projects. So you act mm-hmm. in one or you edit one, uh-huh. um, or you can act both, edit both, doesn't matter. Um, yeah. And then two of that, and it leaves one season for a sport. And yeah. uh, that sport could have been wrestling, could have been anything. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. now uh, we're doing three. And so yeah. uh, it's more time for drama, and I can't really focus on a sport at yeah. the moment. But for right. next year, yeah. I'm hoping... Uh, I go back to it. We were joking about how, given the exchange of germs, wrestling has got to be the last sport to come back. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's very, very doubtful. <laughs> but how did you get into drama? Like, is this – I didn't know this was a thing for you. Is this something you've been doing for a while, or did it really come alive just this year? Uh, I, I started a freshman year because it was, like, the easiest yeah. class, and it seemed fun. Uh, I did it yeah. with all my friends, and it was very fun, so I did right. it sophomore yeah. year. And mm-hmm. a lot of my friends were still in it, and I did it, and it was very fun then. And junior yeah. year is where you take a step up where it's an advanced class, and there's an honors class mm-hmm. for it. Um, and, of course, that year happened to be with COVID, and right. uh, it was a lot different. Um and mm-hmm. I like drama is a lot more fun in person than it is over Zoom, right? Uh, because yeah. it's an inter- yeah, it's an interactive class. Yeah, right. Uh, so right now it's 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 still fun in in ways I can be, mm-hmm. but like since we're going back to we're trying to go back to school this year, uh, I've already been back once, uh, and I had one of the classes. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot more fun, and it got me more motivated yeah. to do it. What's uh, what do you think on a spiritual level? What's been going on in your life lately? Who? Um, I guess uh, I've been praying uh, mm-hmm. a good amount lately because mm-hmm. um, there's some 
people that I know who have been like uh in and out of the hospital uh like mm-hmm. earlier in the uh in like summerish uh mm-hmm. you probably know about it like my friend uh he was in a car crash and was in a coma for right. a while Yakub yeah and uh yeah Yakub and uh yeah. a lot of praying happened then um yeah. yeah I just Did you see him at school? I did. Yeah, I saw him the yeah. time I went back. He looks great. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a miracle. Man, yeah. Like, what does that do for your prayer life? You know, the the part of you that prays to, um, I mean, to to just be asking God for something important for somebody else, and to see, uh, you know, even with your brother's knee recovery, just to see something that's unusual and kind of miraculous. You know. Yeah, it's just like yeah. knowing that praying is the only thing that you could do at the moment because you can't help them out yeah. of the coma. Uh, you right. like take it a lot more seriously, and um, yeah, you do it more, yeah. and it just becomes a habit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, uh, where do you think? Well, let me ask this. I mean, and then we can kind of forget about the the year that has been, have you even been able to have fun in the past year <laughs> of COVID? Um, there, there's been some moments that have been fun. Uh, I'd yeah. say if COVID wasn't around, I'd be having more fun. Uh, right. But lately I've been getting into like golf a lot more. Uh, yes, I've, I've been, seen it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been... I've been golfing like three times a week, I'd say. Yeah. Either going to the range or playing nine. Yeah. Uh, just like little hobbies like yeah. that are what uh-huh. make it fun. And the driving range at McGinnis is like, yeah. is open and it's pretty much mm-hmm. the only thing you can do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I tried that and then been doing it for a while. Yeah. We went over there because uh, my kids are about to start. They're going to try out Little League Baseball. So I took them over mm-hmm. to the batting cage over there uh, last yeah. weekend. And, man, you know, we've been in the red tier for not that long. And there were so many people there. <laughs> I think there's still people yeah. there. People are just so happy to get to do anything right now. <laughs> you know, they're going to yeah. take advantage of it. I hadn't even yeah, considered yeah. that the driving range was open. You know, just yeah. <laughs> One thing you can go do is just go hit golf balls. You know. Yeah, it's been open for like a good amount of time too. I've been like summer, like even more than that. That's funny. You're such a renaissance man. I mean, wrestling and golf are maybe the two most opposite sports. <laughs> One, you can't be any closer to somebody. The other is the original socially distanced sport, <laughs> golf. You know, yeah, you're part of each other. Yeah, one is violent. The other one is all peaceful and slow. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it took away my ability to uh, uh, co- like be con like use contact and right. Um, you know, get close to other people. So I had to right. resort to. Yeah. Far. 
and taking it out on a ball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on a little white ball. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. I mean, and you then you're over here feeding goats, producing plays. <laughs> you know, like what a multi-layer yeah. guy. For goodness. Sake. <laughs> Jeez, cooking. He's over here making, uh, you know, cooking in the kitchen. Like, what What um, can Paul not do <laughs> at yeah. this point? <laughs> Gosh. Well, where where do you think, we'll, we'll wrap this up in a bit, but where do you feel like God might be leading you? I mean, you're, you're a junior. This is the year where, you know, you don't have to have it figured out, but, you know, applications start getting due and you got to start thinking about it. Uh, and, and I don't want you to think about this on a, you know, on a professional level about where you're, what you're going to do after high school, but where maybe there's uh, things about being present more often or praying more or something like that. What, so just in general, where do you feel like God is leading you right now? Right. Um, I'd say like praying more is uh, yeah. a big factor. I've, I've been doing mm-hmm. it a lot more than I used to. Uh, yeah. And, I plan to keep it up because it's been yeah. leading me in the right direction so far. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like praying to have a school accept me could be an option. Like stuff like that. Right. Just, uh, yeah. yeah, I can see myself doing it in the future. Yeah. I Can I ask you more? I'm always so interested in people who are pray actively. I mean, you know, I've met people who they have these walls in their house where they keep pictures of people and note cards and they sit there every day and they pray over these people. And we have a, you know, we have a prayer, what we call a prayer chain in the church where people just email the church and there are people who read over those every single day and pray for them and, and will ask you about them. And, um, and I'm, I'm always so fascinated about that. I, how, like, do you feel like you hear God when you're praying? And, and if so, how often? Um, I, I, I like, I feel that I know that he's listening to me. Like, mm. I'm talking to him and I feel like he's up there just acknowledging me and understanding what yeah. I'm saying. Um, yeah. And it's a struggle. Like, how do you how how do you sense that? You think? Uh, I guess it's just so easy to talk to him in prayer. Like, you can say whatever's yeah. on your mind. Um, yeah. And like, nobody else is is there to yeah. criticize you or anything. It's just you and him, just having a conversation. Yeah. 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 It's interesting, I'm thinking about, um, Jesus had mentioned this to, almost in passing, and it's the only time where he used the word come. He normally was telling people to go, and at one point he said, you know, he looks at the people and he says, come to me, everyone who's weary and heavy and going through hardship or troubles and take on my yoke, you know, what, what I'm giving you is something light. And I'm going to take that off of you. And it, 
and it almost sounds like that's a bit of what you're experiencing in your own prayer life. Uh, I know yeah. when I pray, I don't, I don't always sense that. I still carry that anxiety of, you know, a friend in the hospital or uh, whether or not a school's going to accept me. I still carry that around, but it sounds like, you know, you have this gift of being able to pray and, and, and enjoying that like release, you know, that liberation. <laughs> yeah. And, that's a gift, man. <laughs> if you could somehow teach the rest of us how to do that, that would be wonderful. <laughs> well, well, what else? Uh, as as our church gets more open, as we're able to do more things as a youth group, what kinds of things have you missed the most? Like, what things are you looking forward to doing the most when as we get things back open and back back going again? Uh, I'd say our high school youth group meetings, just in that room, like it, it just feels so relaxed, like all, like the beanbag chairs and just, it's not like a classroom, we're just, we're all just there to enjoy and, uh, talk. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. And you guys take it in every, in every direction that you want it, that's for sure. (laughs) There, There are times when, um. You know, when I'm not there, and uh, maybe Jeff Healy is usually there when I'm not, and uh, or Ivy's been there, and Elaine will be there now. And I, and when I, you know, I always check in and say, "Hey, so you know, let me know how to, how to go. What you guys talk about?" And and it, <laughs> there are sometimes where I hear that report, I go, "Like, how did you even get on that topic? <laughs> I have no idea." All right, <laughs> great. I'm I'm happy if that's. If that's where Cole and these people wanted to go, great. <laughs> but it's fun, man. I'm happy yeah, for you guys. We just get we get carried away and just don't yeah. even realize what we're talking about anymore. It's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Cole, thanks a bunch for doing this and uh, for yeah. catching us up on your life. Um, we miss you, man. Maybe I'll see you Sunday. If not, hopefully we'll actually get to see you soon. So, right, yeah. Take it easy. Thank you. All right, all see right, man. Later, Jeff. Bye.